there's a starman waiting in the sky. In one book, your father is a hero. In another book, he is a monster. The men who don't have books written about them have it easier. Hi, and welcome back to They're All Going to Laugh at Him. I'm Alex Sprague. And I'm Jess Geyer. Alex, it's been a while. Yes, it's uh, it's been one Leo's worth. <laughs> That's how I <laughs> say long It is a lifetime. Now. Yeah, it's like <laughs> 80 years. I don't remember how old Leo was when he died. <laughs> I, he didn't die in that movie. He's dead now. Well, yeah, I mean, assuredly, at some point, he will have died. And that's fine. That's the circle of life. We, um, we which are, is actually... We're getting a lot into Adam Sandler's gonna die movies, huh? Oh, <laughs> oh my god. You're not wrong. He's he, not old enough to be, like, thinking about this, to be yes, honest. Yes, he is, because he has kids. Isn't that... Okay. Is it, that's the rule. And I think I that... Uh, that's kind of like what they're saying in a lot of spots. Um... <laughs> So, yeah. what did we watch, Alex? We watched Spaceman, which is an adaptation of the book Spaceman of Bohemia, uh, which is written by. Ooh, I I can probably uh, pronounce it if you if you put it in the chat. That is, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's his last name that I am. I I just I I could not because I know it's Yaroslav. Uh, yeah, and then I'm where, where you put it? Uh, oh, I guess you could just put it in our document. I will put it in your document. I think it's just Kalfar. Okay, it, it it seems to me like it wasn't simple, but it could because when they pronounce the main character in this movie's last name, uh, I was like, oh, I was off by so far. It was not close. Because <laughs> I thought, um, uh, yeah. Because what language is this written in originally? Czech, oh, right? Czech, 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 Czech. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was looking at the name Paul, so I just was gonna say Polish because I was panicking when you asked me that. Yes, yeah, so he's uh, <laughs> there from Czech. Um, yeah. So let's go che- through the Czechia, the... right? It's. It, it is all of them. Okay. Right. Because in within the book, it's pre and post, uh, like disillusion, whatever the word is for when they. Yeah, all the, it's uh, yeah. very nebulous the time period. But yeah, we we saw this they in theaters. This is this is our second ever pre-watch uh, right? pre-watch in the theater, mm-hmm. and ag- yet again, we were one of the only people in the theater. You want to yes. talk about our like our general theater experience doing this first? Yeah, it, it was pretty funny because we had to go out to the suburbs uh, from Chicago, uh, which is kind of the opposite of how Chicago works. Yeah, we we had uh, dinner at a uh, what was the restaurant technically? Um, it's like Uzbekistan, Kyrgyzstan mm. cuisine. Um, so like post Soviet. Mm. Um, I mean, it's like from a variety of different um, like soviet bloc countries i don't know if that's the right way to talk about it but it's like that's how kind of they describe themselves yeah uh and we had food that they described within this book so i enjoyed that Uh, yeah it was was very much in line with uh the theming of it it wasn't i had a a bohemian beer but yeah yeah. but i mean like literally the beer brand i had was called bohemian and it was supposed to be like a old school beer 
Um, oh yeah, so it, it was fun going was to that restaurant. And, yeah. yeah, it was delicious. It was called Jibrek jo- Jibrek Jobru. Yes. Uh, um, and from what I can tell, it's the only part of Glenview that's worth anything. Um, <laughs> um, there's a Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, whatever. Um, so yeah, we we got to the theater. Theater's like huge, right? It's like in this. It, it yeah. just seems like <laughs> so ch- much space for a theater not doing anything. Yeah, so you have to drive for like you have to drive for like two miles down the road that all of this stuff is on, right? Like Patriot in this little road. mall area, Patriot. Called, it's it's and then onto the Tower. Corner of, <laughs> <laughs> the corner of Patriot and Tower, and I'm like, oh, oh this is my gosh. all right. Um, it was so funny. I took a picture of that. Um, it was snowing. Um, so that was fun. But then, so we ate, we went to the theater, and we were, like, one of only four groups, three groups there. Yes. So there, we came in, there was already a guy in there, um, and, like, that was pretty chill. He was um, relaxing. Before before so the lights much. went down, he was full horizontal and snacking, and I'm like, this man's going to enjoy the movie. Oh, yeah. And then I a actually couple... think he probably didn't, but... Yeah, I don't know if anyone else other than us enjoyed it. The the couple behind us definitely didn't enjoy it. The guy fell asleep. He, well, he was an old man. It was an <laughs> old was man snoring. fell asleep, snored, and then uh, <laughs> complained that he like didn't seem to get it at the end. And I'm like, well, that's it's hard to not get the movie, in my opinion. Yeah, I guess I came in, into it with a little bit different, but like you also, yeah, it's such an it's actually a pretty boss old man move to like fall asleep and be like, I didn't get that shit at all. Like that's. I so, actually lo- like that vibe. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. Everyone had a different vibe. Everyone's vibes were fine. Um, mm-hmm. The theater was nice, although it did close like immediately after we left at 940. It was a Friday night. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I didn't know movie theaters were allowed to close then uh, because we had an Uber coming in eight minutes and they kicked yeah. us out before it got there. And I'm like, that's it's it was fine. cold. But also, it's like, man, <laughs> it's like 930. Uh, but I guess they've never heard of Uber. Um, whatever. <laughs> anyway, Jess, <laughs> we're going to get down to what we do here, which is discuss Talk about the Sandler. media in Talk about the, the lens of Adam Sandler through the, the Sandler. San- the Sandler. Tell me the Sandlers. Uh, I think this is a one star Sandler film because it stars Adam Sandler and it, I, it might've been produced by Happy Madison, but I actually didn't catch that. I don't, I don't think it was. I, I think, think it was, it was straight was. up A24. Yes. But it yes. was Netflix. It's going to be on Netflix. Uh, I do think this counts as one of his uh, Netflix movies. Yeah. Um, why was this movie produced by Channing Tatum in part? I don't understand um, that. I'm just saying. I'm don't hoping need to talk that about that it. means. I, I hope that that means we're going to get an Adam Sandler Channing Tatum movie. That would be good. That'd be, yeah, they'd I would be love good. that. I would love that. Um, anyway. One star Sandler, it is uh, another touch into the dramatic roles he does. Um, but th- I thought this movie, uh, much like the book, was really funny um, in a way that I think a lot of people wouldn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> how mo- um, Do you want to guess on laughs? How many laughs I had? Um, yeah, I think you had like 10 or 15 laughs. 25. 25 laughs. Wow. There were some funny moments in it. I, I do yeah. agree with you. Um, and I think that you cried three times. Ooh, twice. <laughs> you were so close. I, yeah. It felt aggressive that you uh, didn't let me ask you how many times I cried. I'm just going to say. It's oh, pres- you want to know how many times I cried? Yes. Do you want to guess? 
Is it once? I cried once. Ooh. He gotcha. Yeah, he did get me. Is this the first cry since Click? I don't know. And that's fucked up for you to have said and called me out like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> what, well, if, I know, what if I, this I, was what if this was the first time I cried since watching, like at all <laughs> since watching? That would be Click. wild. Because you have to <laughs> Click gets you. If you don't in the middle of the pandemic watching Click, dialed in, no phones. You don't cry when Linger plays. You're you don't have a fucking heart. <laughs> um, um, I accidentally looked at the Rotten Tomatoes before. Okay, it, it it's not out yet, so it's kind of only freaks like us who saw it p- beforehand, which is fewer than fifty people. Um, yeah, it is at right now an audience score of a hundred. It will, yeah, drop, obviously, but uh, yeah, I I mean I'm giving it a thumbs up personally. Same, same. Uh, and it's a seventy percent tomato meter, so it's. I mean, it's generally generally um, well liked mm-hmm. um, by critics. Um, it's, it's, you know, it it wasn't the best. I I liked it. Um, wasn't the best movie. We'll talk about it when we get into it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, do you want me to do a little bit of a review or a yeah, yeah, ca- I, recap? I, do you want me to first do uh, one or two? Uh, bad reviews that show that I should be writing film review and not these people? Absolutely. Beyond the physical demands of the role, Spaceman brings no new shade to some of the glummer Sander, Sandler personas we are already familiar with. Renk's film leaves him quite literally lost in space with nowhere to go. When the fuck did we see this version of Sandler before? I've seen every movie. And he's never been this introspective, except maybe Click. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. You know, it's funny because I think this movie has a lot of similar themes to Click. We'll get mm. into it. Yeah, uh, the book does too. In fact, actually, um, and then this one is uh, a aesthetically accomplished but emotionally dull and philosophically banal. Like, nah, you're trying too hard, man. That yeah. <laughs> I think, if anything, it's philosophically, like, really interesting because of how uh, much it refused to, like, give a hard answer on certain ideas. Yeah. Other than one thing we'll go over. Uh, yeah. Do you, do you want to... So, this is a kind of a plot light movie. Yeah. Uh, it is a bit of a bottle episode, in fact. Well, um, I'll, I'll just give a little recap. Okay. I was going to ask if you wanted to just constantly break it apart with talking about it. Because that um, kind of seems like it might work for that. No, I want to go over the whole plot okay. first, and then oh. we can break it down scene by scene. Because I think that, not scene yeah. by scene, but like section by section. Elements. I, yeah. I also realized we never mentioned a thing we know, and I incessant. I read the book before we saw it, and Jess yeah. did not on purpose to see if uh, either of, I think I probably liked the movie a little bit more. I Actually, we haven't talked about it yet, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, based on that. Uh, yeah. Um. So this movie, uh, it's a like Alex said, it stars Adam Sandler as Jakob, who's a cosmonaut, um, and he is heading out to um investigate this cloud that has appeared in the sky four years ago, uh, in in space. It's some sort of chakra. cloud nebula. That yes. Um, and uh, he is alone on a ship uh, for the Czech space program, and uh, he's kind of like a little national hero and like an international kind of star as he's going out there and going to investigate this 
space beyond Jupiter. And uh, he has some communique with the people on Earth. So he has uh, his friend Paul on, or like his colleague, I guess, Paul on Earth. Um, his wife, Lenka, is still on Earth, played by Carrie Mulligan. Yeah. Um, pretty, pretty stacked cast here um already just to start off the gate i don't know who plays paul um you mean uh, Hanus? Sorry, peter peter oh peter. peter so i was actually this is i think such a uh a fucking win that's a kunal nayar who played uh raj on the big bang theory and i i have a theory oh, that they him? He yes. was hot. What the hell? And he was good at acting, apparently. Yeah. Oh my god. And I, I, I want them so badly, like some of the guys there, to not be just those fuckers from Big Bang Theory. And the fact that we didn't recognize them is so good for him. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah. Congrats, man. Um, the thing. I, also, can I can I correct you on one thing? Sure. Chopra is between Venus and Earth. Uh, it is not past Jupiter. Well, that, they don't that, actually tell me that. They he says he wants to go beyond Jupiter. That that is a thing he says to his wife and it is not what he's doing on this mission. Well, they they should explain that better in the movie. Um I'm only explaining from the movie perspective, Alex. I'm they, the pleb here. I, I'm just saying they did say it in the movie, but it is confusing. I understand. Yeah. Yes. Um that's also the problem when I watch something in the theaters and I don't have subtitles on. Yeah, also can't <laughs> take notes. Because it was too dark. And well, I was around. taking kind of taking notes. Yeah. Um. So the whole plot centers around Jakob and his wife Lenka. They are having trouble in their marriages, a marriage, uh, because he has gone off to space and has left her behind, and she is pregnant. Um. And as we learn later in the film, this is the second time. Um, okay, we got some spoiler, uh, not spoiler alerts, but, um, some trigger warnings in this episode. We are going to talk about, um, pregnancy and miscarriage, so don't listen if that's a problem. Oh, um, um later we're going to talk about torture. And torture, that's right, and spiders. Mm-hmm. Um, so if any of those are a problem, skip this one. It's, like, major plot points. Um, so... Like I said, this is actually the second time that Linka has been pregnant. The first time she lost the baby while he was also away. Um, so she ha- has decided to uh, break up with him. Um, and the check space program is not telling him this. They, he, they're not communicating this information. And he, all he knows is that his wife doesn't want to communicate with him at all. Um, and as... Uh, as this kind of loneliness sets in for Jakob, he starts um, having weird dreams. The first weird dream he has is a spider coming out of his mouth. Um, well, it turns out that spider is maybe sort of real. Um, and it is a gigantic spider creature voiced by Paul Dano. <laughs> I lost it when I saw it. Because I was talking about, as we were going to the theater, that I love Hanush. I don't know Hanush. how... Hanush. Sorry. I'm... I, that's how I read it when I was reading the book because I didn't know how to pronounce it. Um, and I was like, I don't know who is going to play this person. Like, And I was hinting to Jess that there was something that had to be voice acted. And she was guessing it was a dog because they sent dogs yeah. to space. And I'm like, no, it's kind of the opposite of that. And she's like, So hmm. I said it's a monkey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, giant spider. Yeah. Um, yeah. I And that was so. Ugh. Okay. We'll talk about the spider later. Mm-hmm. Um as an arachnophobe, they made the spider made me cry. Okay, 
That's I, that's Paul Dano not saying was something. so good as a fucking giant spider. <laughs> Absolutely, he can do everything. That's all I'm saying. Um, so Lenka on Earth ends up going to like a home for single pregnant women, um, out in the woods in this gorgeous mansion. While and just with people all around, we'll get to it. While Jakob is up in space talking with this giant spider, and the spider is like investigating Hanush is like kind of investigating his thoughts and helping him like process like why is he so lonely what's going on with him and his wife by kind of like he's they don't forcing really ex- memories to the right. front of his brain basically yes and, and kind of viewing them. them yes it's very cool how they do this mm-hmm. um and Jakob through this process as they get closer and closer to the chopper cloud um befriends hanush instead of becoming scared and like standoffish with him um sort of sort of befriends him um has a sort of rapport um but um this ends up breaking down because he won't let hanush really investigate and try to get to to the root of the problems. And this pisses Hanush off. They have a they have an altercation. Um and Hanush leaves. Hanush's um, and this... one uh rule that he tells him is that the body cannot be violated. Uh and then when uh Jakob puts his hands on Hanush, he he gets angry, pushes him away and leaves, basically. Well, he was gonna leave anyway. Yeah. Um, he... That's true. Right. Um yeah, so now Jakob is alone again, um, and he, they're getting closer and closer to the Chopra cloud, which Hanush had told him it, it contains particles from the beginning. Um, they never explain what that actually means, maybe beginning of the universe, whatever it is. Um, and uh, Hanush ends up showing back up because Jakob, he, he ends up finally like kind of breaking down. He wants to communicate with his wife. He gets Peter on Earth to go visit his wife. Um, and like force not force her to listen but he just wants her to listen and he he apologizes for being alone he said if he would do it again if he knew what he knew now he would go home um he wouldn't have never left um and uh you know that's a that's like the pivotal emotional moment we'll break it down later um and hanush shows back up um and we learn that the parasitic thing that hanush had talked about killing his planet or his home world um he's also infected he's gonna die very sad um and also creepy mm-hmm. just when they just when they started making me feel emotional for the spider they made the spider creepier um um so hanush leaves um he goes out into space out of the cloud uh Jakob, uh goes out he has like his little cleaning product that he'd used to disinfect the sh- disinfect the ship before um Bamba. Yes, goes out, tries to go save Hanush, and together they, um, and he kind of delays the inevitable for a moment, um, and then they go out into the cloud, and he sees that the universe is perfect just the way that it's supposed to, it is how it is supposed to be, um, and uh, Hanush dies, this is the part that made me cry, uh, <laughs> Hanush dies because the parasites completely consume him and he disappears. Um, and then the South Korean spaceship that had been very closely tailing the Czech one, um, it's kind of a space race, um, uh, finds him, finds Jakob, um, and saves him. Uh, mm-hmm. and that, that is the end yeah. of the movie is with, with, uh, Jakob communicating with his wife and that's it. <laughs> yeah. So 
I thought overall just it was so it's supposed to be like pretty sad is like the 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 thing about it it is very much like um someone seeing that they kind of failed at what's supposed to be important in their lives um while going for career and such and I thought the movie did a really good job of that um and they really reined in the book in order to do a good version of it is my thoughts yeah tell me uh, let me give you my impression of that Mm -hmm. theme in particular like this idea of men going off and leaving their families behind in order to pursue their dreams um Mm. i i I, that was obviously one of the central themes of the movie so jacob yeah, like I said, he's abandoned his wife. He's out in space for a year while she's pregnant for the second time with a pregnancy that is traumatic for her because she lost her first child. Um, and it's it's the the wife becomes much more of a cent like Lenka becomes much more of a central role. She goes from only like kind of being experienced in these weird dreamy states to like actually being a character as the movie keeps going. Um so it kind of like decenters uh Jakob and his career and kind of recenters the two of them together. Never yeah. really centers Lenka. We don't know anything about her her dreams. Um yeah. <laughs> we only really well, get that, to that's see her he's never asked. Right. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, that's the general idea of it. He he realizes how little he's actually because he's supposed to do something important. He's never thought too much about her, right? Um, in I, are you ready for me to just like spew a bunch of book stuff? That's pretty interesting. Yeah, sure. So, specifically in the book, they point out that he actually never asked her. He thinks yeah, they he don't... did. Um, oh, that's so mind. good. I wish they would have done that. I wish they yeah. would have done that. But also, he never asked her if she wanted kids, is a thing that, that you learn. He just mm. assumed he, she did. Uh, and uh, Hanush finds the fact that he, you know, through all your memories, you've never asked that. Um, but going farther back, one of the big changes is uh, they took out uh, his grandfather played, his grandparents played a big role originally. Um, because I understand why they took this out. It would have taken forever. His father was a secret policeman for the Communist Party in uh, Czech, uh, who, when they had a revolution to go back to uh, democracy and capitalism, uh, his father was supposed to go on trial and then just died on, like, a gondola. So, like... It is Czech Republic, but there's also Czechoslovakia. And it's yeah, well, historically known as Bohemia. These are yeah. things I didn't. I don't actually know too much about this region, to be honest. Yeah, this is. I I, I did a little bit of reading on the history of there because I'm like, they certainly didn't cover any of this uh, when I was in school because my books were from before this happened. Um, but anyway, uh, the importance of that is he like you know he looked up to his father, this guy who tortured people. He learns for a living for the. Uh, government but then had secret elvis records um and then there's this theme of uh how no one is perfect or even necessarily good even though if you like them or they do interesting great things um then he's raised by his grandparents who are pig farmers um 
he is tortured as a child and burnt at one point for having a father who was part of the secret police and they will not give it up. And eventually he's basically forced to live in the city and forget who his father was and like not talk about it. Um, and that's because there's a man called the big shoe man, a guy <laughs> who was tortured <laughs> by his father. Yes. The big shoe man. And they put him, his father had put this guy into these iron boots that electrocuted him while in the thing. I think this is probably real. I don't know. And the guy had like the serial marking of uh, where he was tortured on his foot still. And then when capitalism came around, became rich, bought their farm, forced him out, and like tried to ruin his life when he was young. Okay. And then Jakob goes to school, becomes a scientist. Weird thing happens, which is uh, I love this image of this. There's a giant streak of purple in the sky from this cloud. No one's really sure where it's from, and everyone wants to try it out. Um, and the the president of uh, is, is it Czechoslovakia? Probably at that point. Um, um, I mean, it was probably the Czech Republic. If I'm looking yeah, at this timeline, yeah, it, it would be the Czech Republic because this is when the republic had formed. Yeah. Um, basically, it's like we'll we'll fund a space uh, race there, and we'll do it by getting capital from corporations. That's why in the movie they have like him saying a little corporate slogan. Well, yeah, let's let's not. Yeah. I want to go back to the the careers thing before we get mm-hmm. into capitalism because that's his own. Yeah, I, I was just trying to. So that that's where the beginning end changes a lot. Um, and then for his careers thing, uh, I mean the book's So, do you want me to go to the end of how the book ends differently? Sure. Yeah. So this movie ends, he touches the the center of it all and he gets picked up by a, a, a at the with 3 minutes left of oxygen in the book. He's picked up by a Russian spacecraft, not a Oh. uh Korean not one, a South Korean one, which they definitely just changed due to the war, which just makes sense. Yeah. Um, this they did not know about this. It was a secret uh what they called one of the I don't know, it, like night night flights or something like that basically the idea that russia's been trying to do space stuff for a long time um and and this is the half point of the book oh my god he goes back to earth uh he realizes he's gonna be kept in a um secret spot as a scientist in russia for the rest of his life so as they're going out of orbit he just starts pulling on the (laughs) the like controls and they crash land um in a like pond everyone dies or like lake everyone dies but him he slowly travels home uh like as a ragged person with like no stuff like hitchhiking and things he finds like one person he knows who like puts him up for a while and he like tries to get healthy he goes and finds lenka sees her and thinks to himself that she looks happier than she's ever been with him so he doesn't say hi and he leaves and then he finds his old home, and he starts rebuilding it. And that is basically it. He just gives up on being a notable person because he w- wishes he had never done it in the first place. Wow. Um, uh, yeah, other than that, I think the other main change is that Lenka ends up not being pregnant. Uh, like, he, after all, or is just not pregnant, period? He thinks she's pregnant for, like, a week. 
uh, during his flight, and then she is not. They, there's a lot of scenes of that him trying to impregnate her uh, and how gross he is at this time because he was constantly nauseous from his astronaut training and then trying to impregnate his wife. Okay. Uh, and it was just a gross, nasty dude because of it. Um, and they have, like, one scene they really, where they enjoy sex for once. And uh, when they do that, she, like, smears cum not inside her as, like, an act of defiance. And they both enjoy it. And it's in the clock tower that Hanush had supposedly made. The real-life one, not the spider. It's all okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a really good book. Yeah. That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. I there's so much of that that I wish they would have put in this movie because I did. Mm-hmm. I I liked kind of the trajectory that they were going in where like, you know, they are acknowledging this man is acknowledging that he's done something wrong by abandoning yeah. his family to pursue his dreams selfishly. Yes. And 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 not blaming anybody else at, at the end, not blaming anyone else for the emotion like this deep loneliness that he feels only that like he's fucked this up he never asks he never asks lenka in the movie to forgive him mm-hmm. he he well he doesn't not do in so either. many words yeah he he doesn't like he like i thought all that was great yeah but then at the end they reconcile and that does feel like a little hollow to yes, me yes it felt hollywood to me too uh and yeah and also the fact that you know, like I said, Lenka is more and more centered and more more of a character mm-hmm. as the movie progresses. And we do kind of see like this parallelism between her and this big spacious area, very beautiful around nature, etc. With all yeah. these other people who are going through the same thing as her. Uh, and she's making her own decisions like all of that. That's great. I love that compared to him closed up. Everyone's making decisions for him. He has yeah. like no no power. All of that. But then. It, again, it's it's very much a um, they they don't flesh her out in the movie. Gosh, they could have. I feel like they just could have done. They could have because they had Carrie Mulligan yeah. playing her. They could have done more with that. But again, it was also kind of a long movie. I feel like the movie deserved to be like two hours long. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I was going to say the movie wasn't that long. No, well, guess, it was only it was an, an hour, hour and forty eight. I guess yeah, it, I it could have been, it could have been longer. And I wonder if I, I would love to know, like, what the what the drafts like, look like, right? Especially yeah. if they cut out half the book. And that's kind yeah. of the problem with adapting mm-hmm. a book as well. Like, I get all of that. Because yeah, I thought the like for me the 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 stuff of his childhood was the stuff that I missed that they cut out, which seeing the movie really didn't need at all like um i mean they they cut out most of the characters from the book which is good you can't do this right unless there's you know a mini series for 14 hours um but it wouldn't have hit in the same way of like an emotional beats uh so i think it, I, I it just, did well but i do like i, I, I do, do wish feel for like more. Yeah, I feel like had they had a scene where like he comes back and sees that she's happier, even though like I think it would have been so great had he been like they, like he had said all these sorry things, he had all these emotional revelations, and then came to Earth and saw that his wife was happier without him, and then just left her alone. I think that that would have been a very interesting message done differently than say Click, because yeah. Click again very similar. 
um, kind of arc where he realizes all the shitty stuff that he's done because he's been pursuing, like, you know, he's been fast-forwarding through his life. Yeah. Um, whereas this one's not necessarily him fast-forwarding through his life. It's him completely and, divesting from the life that he said he was going to have with his wife. But, and, and for me, I think part of the thing that I wonder if other people think this, and I think you would agree with this, is... The, the the journey to space could be a metaphor for anything, but like that's the kind of when in the book he is basically randomly given this because he is an expert in space dust. That's why they send him. That is it. Okay. So so he is the man for the job, but also it's like kind of like oh weird that weird that he has a chance. So he says yes, and. In the book, it's shown as he calls her and says, hey, they want to send me to space. Like, I'm going to go to Chopra. And she drops her phone. And in his mind, it's for an excitement. Uh, and then she drops in a fountain. And it's, you know, he, he, they think it's funny. And then when she talks about it later to her uh, um, therapist, she was just scared. And she dropped it. Um, oh, th- that's one thing. The, they've fleshed her out by... Uh, he reads all of her therapy notes, which is uh, messed up at the end. Uh, and right, also, yeah. at one point, he has her tailed by the government because the government's already tailing her because she's constantly assaulted by, uh, uh, like, what's it called? Paparazzi for being the spaceman's wife. See, yeah, that would have been very interesting to see as well. That would have been so interesting. Yeah. Um, I, I, There are moments in the movie where, like, they are not giving the message that she recorded for Jakob. Mm-hmm. They're not giving it to him. And they even try to convince her, like, why do you have to break up now? Like, why don't you wait? And they that, do that stuff in the book. Yeah. Like that they is, have that yeah. in the movie for sure. And that that stuff is so, like, real, right? Yeah. Like, why aren't you putting your feelings aside? Because he is a great man doing great things. And you are, the implication is that you're not as valuable. Can, um, I, can I can I say one thing that's controversial? I don't yeah. think you should break up with a man while he's in space. <laughs> that's like normally you can do whatever you want. I think maybe that's the limit until we normalize going to space. Maybe like whoa, <laughs> that's the one thing. I mean, we're definitely meant to to think that. I think because the audience. Um, but yeah. uh, I mean, here's the thing. Don't don't go to space when you have a pregnant wife. Don't go on a solo, dangerous solo space mission. Yeah, well, and it's interesting because they in in the books he's start trying to get her pregnant because he's going in See, case he dies. Like that's the like because uh, a lot of the stuff is uh, relationship with like your uh, uh, was your legacy if you want to call right. it that like mm-hmm. the things you do. For a while, he's obsessed, uh, much like one of his uh, professors is, of being the best there was at this one area. So he, like, throws himself really into this space dust stuff so that if anyone ever asks, he'll be, like, they, they'll have his name on books like Hanush uh, was. And they'll, you know, name stuff after him because he doesn't want to be like his dad, who is a stain um, you know, mm. a torturer, a traitor to their country, all this stuff. Yeah, so, let's let's talk about the the yeah. capitalism and communism in here because I definitely yeah. made a note of that. 
mm. with all of the branded like capitalist yes. stuff that's in there like everything was branded he had to like say a little jingle before he was allowed to do the disinfectant protocol yeah. like there was so much of that let me find my um but at the, then at the same time because i'm assuming that in the actual in the book do they call it nutella yes it see nutella in the movie book, yeah. in the movie they don't call it nutella it's just like an off-brand yeah, unfortunately, uh, that they couldn't get it uh, branded. That, yeah. They should have made it. They they should have at least played that up. They should have called it something else. Like, and then made it obvious that it was supposed to be, like, this big branded thing. Um, but, yeah, I made a note of, like, all of the capitalist stuff that was in there. Mm-hmm. And how, like, capitalism is a way that it's it's one of the things in our lives that does drive a lot of loneliness it drives like it is so isolating to have to live in a in a corporate world i thought that that was a a very interesting connection there i wish i could find my note it is is also very messy because i was writing in the dark yeah Um, uh but yeah no it's and, and given the background of, like, where they're coming from and the fact that he is supposed to be a child of, like, he would have been a child of communism, but his father was killed for that. Uh, and then instead he had to be uh, this child of capitalism. And then the the big figure throughout his, like, childhood was this man who... Uh, like forced his family out of their like farm and like doing all this stuff of like just like messing with them basically <laughs> this guy tortured him for n- no reason and then the like very end of the book uh he meets up with that man uh who is being arrested for financial crimes but he's just gonna run away yeah i and, mean uh, it sounds like in the book like this guy is literally branded as well this guy what the guy Oh the yeah, big shoes, big feet, whatever. Yeah, his yeah. Name was. By the end of it, he uh he doesn't have it anymore. Mm-hmm. He he feels he he as an old man tries to be like, well, I'm not gonna apologize, but like, I'm rich and I tortured a child because I thought it would make me happy because your father tortured me and I don't know, it didn't work. It was stupid of me, and you know my scars healed since, and I don't know what to think about it. So that's why I like he's. He gave the his name to the president to send him to space and said, like, maybe, maybe we send this guy. <laughs> and he, he, okay. he like, it, it's very strange because he kind of, to be fair, all this might not have happened. Obviously, uh, when we haven't talked about much, but like, Hanush might not be real. Um, yeah, I don't think it matters. Like, I don't actually think it's yeah. that interesting of a question of whether or not Hanush is real. Yeah. I, I think there is a bit of an interesting question of whether or not he was alive in the second half of the book um, when he's seeing all these things. Mm. I also don't think it matters because he touches what is, you know, the center of the universe, sees it as what it is and thinks that that's good. Um, And then if he saw all these things or imagined them, that's also good and that's fine. And what you're supposed to take from it is doing what you are doing like kind of just doing the best in your situation is a noble pursuit a thing that he couldn't take when he was younger and yeah yeah for him it did mean be a like amazing scientist don't get me wrong but he also could have been a good husband 
Yeah, I mean, the, I think the movie... The the movie really wanted us to think about whether Hamish was real. I, uh, I don't I, know I, if it did, actually. I, I don't think it pushed that too hard. Yeah, other, I, maybe other it didn't too would have much. Pushed, cause You're right. Because it's like, you know, the the cameras went down but in in the book they mentioned that the like stock for those camera brand was cratering because all well, of them are going down and everything is a... everything is crashing in general like the toilets yeah. fucked up the entire time yeah which he blames on hanush but i mean it's probably not him but hanush was attracted to the vibration sound so well let's talk out. about that theme i love yeah. that i love that symbol not not theme mm-hmm. because the toilet is an evacuation of your waste. It's an evacuation yeah. of yourself. And Hanush is also representing, in a way, an evacuation mm-hmm. um, of his emotions and a processing, a digestion. Um, and I thought that that was a very interesting um, symbol in there. Uh, yeah. There's also very fun. Uh, a thing that they don't ever mention, but it's very, like, you can see it, is Hanush is, uh, like, dragging out these memories from Jakob. Uh, and, like, forcing him to dream certain things, uh, or, like, pushing for it, and it's causing him pain. Like, yeah. uh, Jakob looks haggard through the whole thing. He hurts. His headache hurt. He always has a headache. Um, and it's, and it's, like, supposed to be, like, you know, he's he's finally, with nothing else around him, he's finally in his own head, and it hurts him to do this, because he's always been kind of just on his own and it's very funny because he does so when he hits earth again one of the things he does is just like buys a motorcycle and tries to like not pay attention by going fast stop that's so funny it's like such a good and then he like realizes it's not like actually that interesting or exciting he was just trying to like uh lose himself in the speed and i'm like ah yep couldn't have said midlife crisis any See, like clear. I, I did write down here men will do anything other than go to therapy i would <laughs> i would rather talk to hanush personally uh mostly because i think he's fun um, um yeah, yeah the this i let, i want to talk about the spider a little bit yeah too um the spider is I I just love the spider. I love Hanush as it's he's a multifaceted symbol in so many ways. Like he is kind of representing this reflection of the loneliness for for ya- uh, Jakob. The only interesting thing I think about the question of whether Hanush is real is that like is Jakob actually alone or is he with somebody even if he even if Hanush isn't real? Like that can kind of be interesting to dig oh, yeah. into. Uh oh. Yeah, you 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 fell off for just a sec. You're fine though. Just say it again. Oh oh um I I didn't say anything other than I think right after you said yeah I was good. Um, my computer oh. just went to sleep because I hadn't oh, touched okay. it in a second. Yeah. yeah. I thought I had lost power. Um, uh, he it's also he's like a a a creature from perhaps the beginning of time, but yes. also is infected by a parasite that's consuming him. And I haven't even fully processed that. Like, he is being digested as well. So we have kind of this theme of digestion. As long as he's strong enough to hold him back, he won't die. It's like, he says. And he just needs... And, like, 
it seems like you just need emotional support, which is like wild. Like it, it is. I believe I know what they're trying to insinuate, which is like something about mental, uh, like how mental illness affects people. Because if Hanush isn't real, he is. This is a mental illness of some sort, kind of. Right. Um, but it, you know, is it? There, there's some. It, the book does some great moments of like. Anoush tells him that he's appeared to every astronaut that's been out here, and most of them just close their eyes and pray, and he finds that really annoying, so he runs away. Um, which Interesting. Is... And then after the midpoint, so after he's touched the center of creation, whatever the chopper cloud is, and he gets picked up, one of the Russian uh, cosmonauts has gone insane, uh, is in his room... With drawings everywhere, he keeps cutting his arms. Uh, he has uh, he has stuff floating all around him. He's just like gross. Um, and then he attempts to protect Jakob because uh, Jakob tells him that he like he he saw him too. Uh, but apparently, the Russian man had like tried to get him, uh, wanted Hanush to leave because he thought he was being like uh, possessed. So then oh. he thinks that Jakob's like an apostle. Or like a prophet, but also you know I don't I don't necessarily think that any of that happened. I think that was a wishful dream as you're dying. So I I mean again I don't think that matters. I don't yeah like like we already discussed. I don't think that that's yeah I think it is interesting of a question. It's a very uh, basic sci-fi thing to throw well, in yeah, there. To that's keep that's you... the theme. That's the theme that Christopher Nolan would have explored in this movie. Yes. <laughs> um it is but like also it's just within the book you you have a few more things of like why why is the big shoe man doing what he's doing so that you keep you know you want to have those little tugs and in the back of your mind i think you're supposed to think in the beginning is hanush real and then later is any of it is this is this guy actually coming to peace with his life or is he imagining how he could have if he was like really lucky and cool yeah yeah. Um. Back to Hanush, though. So yeah. Hanush is also he's also named after, um, like, is that what it was? Sorry, you have to say that again. What is Hanush named after? Who was he named after? So, uh, he is a uh guy who made a big clock in uh the Bohemia. Yeah, I knew it was that... like uh, yeah. There he is. I found him. And then, um, and then was killed by like a king. They they explained it like four times in the book, and I forgot. Yeah, they only explained it kind of like once in the movie, and I also kind of forgot. Um, but like named after this builder, and like like this person who has a legacy that clearly um, is important to Jacob, but also at the same time, like a spider. I don't know about you or the listeners or anything like that. But a spider is a feminine symbol. Mm -hmm. They're like all of the mythology that I know of spiders, they're they're female. They're like arachne, for example. Can I can I just throw in one other thing? Yeah. Eating a bunch of Nutella is also a feminine symbol. <laughs> hey. That being your everyone, favorite food, everyone can, everyone can, everyone can Nutella. That's, everyone likes it. 
But whose is it? Who whose favorite is it? Yes, Mine I specifically. That that is a gendered food. I don't think I don't think that I disagree with you, but <laughs> but it is like a like yeah. it is in in pop culture. I will yeah. say eating Nutella or ice cream straight from a pint is if if they have not eaten Nutella on Gilmore Girls, I I I would bet a hundred million dollars they've done that. Scene. <laughs> but but um and also in a way. Um, it's, it's not a very traditional, um, style of, of, of being pregnant, but in a way, <laughs> Anoush is also pregnant with all these gross little, uh, uh, parasite things, um, that are, that are consuming and are, are going to be birthed from it, uh, and consume it. Oh, wow. I, you just gave me a symbol I didn't realize before, because one of those, uh, infects uh Jacob in the book and he ends up later uh removing it from himself and then watching it in a jar and try to figure out how to kill it and he can only kill it using a laundry detergent that's what kind of makes me wonder in the book I would love to read it and kind of get my own thought for it but if if it's believed that Link is pregnant and then she's not yes that is um so Sorry, I, I thought I made that clear. No, he no, no. She was pregnant for a bit while on the thing, and then she is not. Right. I mean, it that could have been for any number of reasons as well. So, yeah. um, yeah, I just think that there's a lot of very interesting parallels here. It is, it is very much a story of Jacob kind of. Are, are you still talking? To his just. You you were gone for a full minute there. You got to start again. Oh, sorry. Oh, wait, wait. Uh, yeah, no, it's still going. All right, I'll just make sure it's still going. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, th- uh, like I was saying, this is a, it's a story of Jakob not necessarily tapping into his feminine side, but tapping into like the idea of empathizing with the important woman of his life. Um, and, and reckoning with that and, and the harm that he's caused her. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that that was, that was the interesting thing for me was the way that it dealt with the, oh, this is a great man. And again, <laughs> like, and like, I I don't want to compare it to Christopher Nolan again, but I don't know how to go into a rant about him anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, but no, just the, the, I think the reason I really dug this movie is because it didn't uh take the easy way out and say like oh let's 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 be like oh should he care about this or should he care about his career and like you know do do it so like brazenly that's the question of this but it's just like or like oh will you forgive me for like i'll be better or anything like this it's it's all just you know you should learn introspection a little and it's harder to not be such a like there's a lot of movies where people make grand declarations that they've changed and now they get it yeah and i think it's way more interesting to every once in a while watch someone for you know an hour sit there and have to try to handle the fact that they're like uh, i've been i've been kind of shitty damn man look at me i i am not super great all the time wow hmm yeah you know? yeah yeah when literally your whole country is telling you that you're great. They built a statue to him in the end. He yeah. Died. 
that's that's great. Um, there are a couple other things that are in the movie um, that aren't on our list, but they're just like minor things. Um, a lot of the movie, they don't really explore it too much other than just like kind of presenting it as a symbol that runs through the movie of the opera Rusalka, oh, which yes. is also a story. So Rusalka, it's basically the little mermaid. I think they're based off of the same tradition or like the same story um, where there is a water nymph who wants to be a human and she will give away her voice um, because that's not even the part that that'll make her even more of a better wife to a human prince. Uh, if she can't talk. Um, so like there's the idea of a woman giving away part of herself in order to be married, in order to have love. And um, like he listens to the opera. Um, we learn as the movie kind of goes on, like these images we see of Lenka. Um, she is dressed. Um, they're like at a costume party and she's dressed as Rosalka. Um, and that's like the first moment he falls in love with her. Um, I'm assuming just based on the symbols, I'm sure they went into more depth on that in the book. Um, I don't think there's scenes in the book. They just, Oh, maybe not. I think Uh, that was a much more visual scene where he's dressed literally like a spaceman and her as that. So yeah, they they added that in instead of talking about the, the music itself, which is what they talked about. Well, and for Rosalka, just like in the original little mermaid, things don't go well for her. She dies. Um, she actually doesn't die in Rusalka. She becomes a like a a ghost demon thing that is haunted to walk the world and can never return to her previous life as a nymph and also cannot be part of this human world either. So it is a very tra- it's a much more tragic end in my opinion than in Little Mermaid where she turns into sea foam. Um, so I think. But let me and- also before you say anything, let me read this quote part of a quote that I wrote down that Lenka says, she says, um, being in love or like being in marriage is like, you have to amputate parts of yourself and give them away. And then she doesn't recognize, like she's given away so much of herself. Mm. Um, she's amputated. So like she uses the word amputated, which is such a striking word there to describe, like giving away your personhood in order to be a wife, in order to be a mother. Anyway, uh, I was going to say the, the final scene in the book you see Lincoln is uh, he's watching her enjoy her life and she's uh, picked up painting again and she has painted a scene of the the landscape city there she's in and in the sky is the, the purple chopra cloud from uh, that he is off to look and one of the stars is just uh, uh, streaked to show how small a dot he is in her thing and i'm like oh it was like a very it feels very much like a uh a, the reverse of like instead of her becoming sea foam he became stardust and that is oh i love that ends. i love that that's great mm-hmm. um kind of like a reversal of that idea oh that's yeah. so good i wish i had like shown her painting like they i wish they had given her a hobby <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i mean in the I, movie I like, it sounds like in the yeah. book they did yeah a little i mean there there's some other stuff uh they also purposely treated her worse in the beginning mm, uh yeah she, she was tailed they like uh like he yeah he he okayed them uh like having a government uh like 
group like watching what she's doing because he was like worried she'd cheat on him like stuff like that that's such a good parallel with him being the son of a secret police yes and yeah which they're not gonna super bring you know you can in a book talk a lot about the secret police but you just can't do that uh, no obviously obviously the the movie had its own limitations and that's fine like i get that um some of the things i'm sure that i didn't enjoy this movie as much as you did i did enjoy it i thought it was a very beautifully very visually beautiful movie um obviously oh yeah obviously they got me they they did its purpose they made me cry because a spider died Mm -hmm. i am arachnophobic i'm not gonna go out of my way to kill a spider or anything but like i don't think i don't find them cute um and they made me cry over the spider dying and that was something um however i did find like they were trying to capture this this dreary morose kind of tone that i'm sure the book takes i haven't read it but i'm sure the book takes um but that feel i feel like doesn't translate as well onto the screen Mm -hmm. Um, I wish that there had been kind of more. There were a couple like really emotive moments, but I wish that would have been more throughout the movie. I wish like Lenka was able to have some more visually or like not visually, mm-hmm. but like more outward emotive moments. Same thing with Adam Sandler, because I know he can do it. Although there were some times like t- especially toward the climax of the end where he was. I think it was great. Um, yeah. But I think I, that's I, also kind of the fault of A24 and like the kind of movies they do. Mm-hmm. They are all, all the A24 movies I've seen have all been very morose and and subtle. I think one of the things is, um, as morose as the, the vibe is for it, there is, throughout it all, an aspect of this is a man doing what might be the most important thing anyone's ever done to touch the, like, beginning of creation and no matter how shitty he's been, like there's an aspect of him that's excited to do this thing. Yeah. And like, it is lonely, but he, they do a thing that I like, which is like, he, he wanted to go to space still. He felt sick every day, like training for it. Uh, but like he wanted to do this thing and like they don't make space evil, which is a thing I like. The all the moroseness comes from him. Yeah. He wants him to and his little more. spaceship. Him yeah. and his little dreary ass spaceship with the humming toilet. So those are the things I wish that yeah. the this the movie had done more. Like I would have yeah. loved to see that build up um more of more of a connection. Like I wanted to know how 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 much of a change would it be? Like this is a this is an astronaut who's willing to give away literally everything in his life that should be important to him because he wants to go do this thing. And I didn't really get that kind of sense of so, longing from from him. That I will say though, in the book, it it starts two months away from Chopra. He's on the the ship. There is no at no point is he not already the spaceman. That is, I think, an important part of it is. He could not be interesting before this point. He was just a kind of normal shitty dude. Like not I wouldn't even say shitty. He he's yeah, depicted yeah. as normally better than most of the men around him and he's still like absent. Uh because like a lot of the men yeah. around him who are, you know, quote unquote great men are like cheating on their wives, they're doing horrible things, all this stuff. Well yeah. Yes. 
that's i see again that's great for the book and everything that's some stuff that i would have loved to see in the movie because there is like that is so real too like a lot of men will be like well i love my i i love my wife i don't cheat on her i don't i don't mistreat her i don't do any of those things and then use that kind of as an excuse to like actually like you are actually still shitty the bar is low uh but it doesn't mean you're now, like a I don't, great I don't know guy. her hobbies um, or nothing like, like that. Yeah. And I couldn't name more than two of her friends, but. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. I can't can't believe you would say that about I me. I don't know what you'd do over there all day. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, those are things that I wish had been explored in the movie. Definitely, I don't think it was Adam Sandler's fault. I think a lot of it was the direction because if they weren't getting that shit out of Carrie Mulligan either, yeah. they weren't um, getting it out of Adam Sandler um, with what they were giving him. Uh, but I do think he did a really good job. I'm glad that, like, he had moments where he was kind of silly. He let some of the Adam Sandler um, come through. Uh, he didn't do, they, yeah, they didn't do an accent. Thank goodness. Um, yeah, the uh, super smart move. Um, seems to have directed a little bit of Chernobyl. And that's it. So, like... Okay. He, yeah, this is, like, the first Halt and Catch Fire one episode. Only a few episodes of anything. Because most of Chernobyl was done by uh, Craig Mazin. So, um, I think for a first thing... Oh, you know what? He, he, he did a lot of music videos. Which makes sense. Um... Mm. visually great i mean the movie like i said visually stunning symbolic everything in the movie i mm. loved i would recommend I mean, it's it gonna be on Netflix. Uh, for watch someone it. to watch um it does start yeah it's gonna start streaming on march 1st i it, i mean i do think that that was like there's a lot of it that wow, is just that like is so well, pretty and there's yeah there's more i would love to go yeah. back and watch it again because i think it's one of those movies that i think if i went back uh, and watched it again i would this, get even more uh, out director of it was called the number one director of commercials and music videos in the world uh so he is the new uh michael bay oh wow <laughs> not based from oh France, my gosh so, uh, the new michael bay art films instead <laughs> but yeah um i, I want to see more from him yeah i uh, for sure they it, it was yeah, it was just all too muted, in my opinion. I wish it had been less muted. I um, I think I wish that they would have shows... allowed a little bit more. Yeah, I, I know gonna, that well, that's no, the vibe say, they were going shows, for. But... This is a director who uh, can really do a good scene, like a good few minutes, does some beautiful stuff. But the the thread throughout the whole thing was just a tiny bit weak. I wanted slightly different. Not, I'm not saying better like acting, because I think the acting was pretty much great, and Paul Dano is somehow like perfect as a spider. Um, but like, yeah, I think that it shows that this might be his first movie. Um, even though he's done like Breaking Bad episodes, but I think that uh, that's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I, I, I want to see more Adam Sandler in roles like this. I thought it was great. Really did show his range because yeah. this is definitely a different character. Uh, yeah. Yet another shitty husband, like in Uncut Gems, um, but definitely in a different way. Different physicality, different everything. I, I did really, really I like mean, that. Um, 
it was really funny that Hanush kept calling him skinny human. I was like, no, not quite. And oh, they also I let him dress up, up in the traditional he was, he was Adam Sandler garb. T-shirt through most of it. <laughs> so funny. Um, but yeah, I I would recommend it. I I think uh, it's it's an hour and forty eight minutes. I would go read the book now too, because um, it sounds like the book has a lot of stuff that I would find more interesting. Yeah. I love magical realism. Uh, the the movie was a great example of magical realism, much in this, you know, a lot, much in the yeah. same way as Punch Drunk Love, like, dude, and Uncut Gems in a lot of ways too, like but not magical, magical realism yeah, uh, and Uncut Gems. Uh, like he he's just like, and he's a really I, different I character in all three watch, of those. Like Punch Drunk Love, Uncut Gems, and this back to back, this would piss people off. Um, yeah, no, throwing click. This. Uh, yeah, right, can, can I make and my Spanglish. point? I'm making a point. <laughs> I I think those Sorry, three no. movies yeah, okay. would go and show someone in the same ballpark as my favorite actor uh, of all time, which is Philip Seymour Hoffman in like Boogie Nights and Cinedectin, uh, uh, New York, and. Well, Schenectady. And, uh, yeah, but I can't pronounce it. I would like that uh, movie more if it was possible <laughs> to pronounce. I think everyone agrees with that. They should have made an easier to pronounce movie. <laughs> um, and then, of course, <laughs> along came Polly, his best movie. Um, but like, I'm I'm saying, I, actually, now that I'm wondering, is, does everyone agree that he was like one of the best actors of all time? I okay. Cause like I think so, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, I don't see much of a difference in that. That like his his Paul Thomas Anderson films. Oh, I guess Paul. Wait, he was also in Punch Drunk Love. Now that I think about it, but like, like. Oh yeah, yeah, he was man. And actually, so yeah, never mind. Twenty years ago, he held his own against uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Although, yeah. So never mind. He's he's really good and it i did not expect uh when we we started this podcast for me to be going i don't know man adam sandler is dramatically as good as like my favorite actors he's he can punch right with them um <laughs> like uh, but i'm i'm pretty much there from his dramatic roles i also loved rain over me the first time yeah. i saw that i was fucked up <laughs> i know that, you did yeah, yeah, I'm I'm really excited to see more of this stuff. I would love to see an Adam Sandler movie that's not a comedy, but he's also a uh, good dad and a good husband. <laughs> he's only a good I, dad I and a good husband in well, his comedies. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm sorry, but I don't want to. I don't want to fucking watch Ted Lasso, Jess. He was a good dad. Okay, in that's Hustle, fair. they just forced him to not be home, and he fought against that. Awesome. Okay, that's true. That's true. Awesome. He was a good dad and a good husband in Hustle. And he was a good surrogate dad. Yeah, the basketball man. To that basketball guy. What about, guy? you are so non-invited to my bot mitzvah. <laughs> uh, that is a comedy. That is a comedy. That's a comedy. True, 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 true. You're right. Alright, um, but yeah, so one bad movie in the past five years from The Sandman. Pretty good. Yeah. 
pretty good. Pretty good track record. I mean, Leo cancels out. Yeah, all but that the good leaves him with Murder Mystery Two, <laughs> Hustle, Bot Mitzvah. Ooh, wait, Hubie Halloween was. It was fine. It's a six out of ten. I like Hubie Halloween. It was a cute Halloween movie. I don't expect kind of like how you you have lower expectations yeah. for novelty songs. I have lower expectations. Yeah, if it's for a Halloween movie, movies. it's gonna be fine. No, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, every year we yeah. watch uh, a Hallmark uh, Christmas movie, and you know they're not going to be like well acted. And I still enjoy those as much as any other film of the year. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, would recommend. Uh, go ahead and go. Watch. How do we usually close out this? Uh, like, do we do we uh, wrap up? Oh, do we have stuff coming out? Yeah, Steamboat Willie stuff. wannabegames.com. Go check out. We have so much stuff coming out all the time. I have lost the timeline of when things. We'll have this out probably tomorrow, so whatever. Um, yeah, that's just go to our website, losers. Buy our yeah. shit. Rate stuff five stars. And. Uh... Yeah, give us five stars. Tell everybody about this no, podcast no, no. and Go let them and know that it's the best five podcast. Legal stars in the sky and send us the rights. I don't care about my ratings. They're meaningless. Yes. And yeah, there you go. also you take my wife, please. Okay. Telling him to leave. Is that how I do it? Whoa. <laughs> I think you I hit stop to... recording. I don't oh, know. Stop, stop.